welcome to Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. This podcast is for people who want to learn how to thrive with a disability. It is also designed to share insights for those who have friends or family with a disability. Brad Gabrielson, our host, was born with cerebral palsy and uses a wheelchair for mobility. He is a North Dakota native and believes life is about managing challenges with understanding, mental toughness, and determination. Well, I'd like I'd like to have the public understand that um, we're we're people too. We're 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 in a chair, but we're still human. Sometimes you can't judge a book by their cover. You know, each disability is different, but uh, we're still human beings. We we all need a need a little help, no matter. Who we are, and uh, that's that's the human nature. I mean, we are, you know, we we help each other. That's what we should do, and I think that's what the good Lord wanted us to do. Sure. So, sounds sounds good. Uh, we should make uh, clear that most of the podcast is going to center or focus on cerebral palsy, and you probably. Uh, would like to at least give a general view of of that, since uh, you're uh, involved very personally with that. Yeah, I have cerebral palsy myself, and I was born with it, and I was, you know, I've had it for the um, for 59 years. Um, it's a pain in the butt sometimes because, especially over Fourth of July, because the fireworks make me jump and. Mm-hmm. And loud noises sometimes, or I get startled. But uh, I learned I have to live with that, and uh, that's the way it goes. But there's different types of cerebral palsy. Uh, there's three types, I believe. Autistic. Um, that's uh, basically when a person walks. Um, they walk like they're drunk all the time, and they're totally sober. But I have a friend that has has it, and he's a very dear friend of mine who, like I said, has it. And he, when he, if you give him a little bit of alcohol, he walks straight as an arrow. So, so it's weird, you know. But uh, um, um, but he walks like he's loosey uh, goosey. I call it, and uh, you know, and, and uh, so. I know he drives, he works at the Ann Carlson Center here in town, and uh, so he has really no restrictions other than, you know, so maybe his, uh, the fact that he wears glasses, I don't, I'm not sure about that, but uh, as far as on uh, his he doesn't have any special restrictions or anything like that. Okay. And so that's kind of important to know. Yeah. Um, people can be very uh, functional and... and uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Your type of cerebral palsy is... Spas- spastic cerebral palsy. Okay. Um, my joints are tight and my legs... You no, know, I have to do a range of motion every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I also... Um, 
have to take medication because medication uh, helps with you know relaxing my muscles so I don't get cramps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But and some of it's old age too. But you know because <laughs> you know so you're not that old. <laughs> well, I'm getting up there, fifty nine. Yeah, so. I guess it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And then the third type is what? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can say it without stuttering. Um, what to say? Go ahead. You can say it. What is it? I don't think we have it on here. Um. Uh, heck, I thought we did. Well, that's okay. One of the things I was wondering, too, is if in this podcast you're going to be reaching out to people that uh, may want to pick your brain about how you've succeeded the way you have, because one of the things we're going to talk about later uh, in in a separate podcast is some of the successes you've had uh, vocationally and, uh, and in other ways as well. And so I, I suspect that you might want to Get ready for some calls or, or emails or something. Well, that would be nice. I mean, uh, I used to do, um, I used to do a lot of um, public speaking. I've done some, and uh, you know, I've, I've appeared on some articles and TV, but um, that wasn't with another situation as far as you know what I set up. We'll talk about that in a future podcast, but mm-hmm. um, but I've had some experiences with the press, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, you, you have a lot to offer, and that's, I think, one of the good things about this podcast is that you will uh, probably help a lot of people uh, become a little more hopeful about what they might be able to do in their future. And I hope that if someone has a special needs child, my dad used to say, um, when when you were born, you were born in the um, you were small like in the shoe. You know, we can put you in the shoebox, but uh, huh. but um, but he, one good thing about my parents, they didn't let the disability change the way they raised their all of us, my brother and my sister. I mean, yeah. we were all. In their eyes, the same, and uh, that's was the cool thing because I think it took a lot, a special set of parents to be parents to a special need needs, uh, let alone, mm-hmm. um, let alone the other two that were uh, um, able-bodied and able to move around. I mean, okay. freely. So, which which brings up another point. You know, parents, I think, often struggle knowing uh, what to do next, you know, and that's, right. that, that's uh, your experience has been a very good one when it comes to that. Well, back in the 60s, they didn't, they didn't have the, the technology and the, um, you know, they didn't have the Internet back then. So you, mm-hmm. I mean, here's, the Internet is very important when it comes to learning stuff and doing a lot of research on certain subjects that you're interested in. You bet. Early in your childhood, tell us tell us about that. You spent uh, time in a special school. Yeah, right here in Jamestown. Matter of fact, I um, 
I moved from Grafton, North Dakota to Jamestown just to go to school. Right? At the, here in town, it was called the Crippled Children's School at the time. Mm-hmm. My dad transferred uh, from Grafton to Jamestown with, uh, with Northwestern Bell at the time, and uh, just for me to go to school. Mm-hmm. And that's where I, uh, I started my school when I was four and a half years old. Mm-hmm. And I graduated uh, in 19... 19- 1980, because I missed a year because of surgery, so... Sure. And um, that's how it, uh, how the whole thing started. And we had a, we had a great uh, mentor, I call her, by the name of Dr. Ann Carlson. She made sure we all behaved, and she was a, she was a great person to look up to. Yeah, she was very, very competent. Mm-hmm. Jamestown was real lucky to have her here, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that school became the Ann Carlson School, and it mm-hmm. is today. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And uh, here we were the last, in 1980, I, I believe, um, that we were the last class of the Krippertown School. It was changed to the Ann Carlson School for uh, Children, I believe. In 1980, so we were the last graduation graduate graduating class of 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 the era of the uh, Cripple Children's School. So it was cool. We used to play wheelchair basketball. Had a square dancing team, and um, of course um, student council and all that. So it was it was Mm -hmm. like a regular school. I mean. We had a hundred hundred students, and uh, and we had maybe seventy seven. Well, we're stuck. There we go. Um, so maybe you know, seventy seven staff. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it is now, but but uh, as far as as far as. How many people are per student? I, I don't I don't know that, mm-hmm. but I know at the highest point we had one hundred students and seventy seven staff, mm-hmm. I believe. And we could go anywhere in the community. All we had to do is sign out, mm-hmm. go to movies, go to concerts. I remember going to Kiss back back in the early days. You know, and they had their makeup on and. Everything and that was the coolest concert, man. That was, you know, over at the Civic Center, you know. Yep. So. Yep. So as a as a child, way early, you know, not much more than four years old, uh, you you learned to assimilate uh, just like anybody else mm-hmm. in in most ways. Yeah, because and we and we even in the. When we were uh, when we were junior, junior and seniors, we went to classes at the high school. Now it's the middle school, but uh, I took small engine repair. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool because we uh, mingled with the the other the different schools, and we were mingling with with them, and then we yeah. come down and play basketball with them sometimes. Sometimes yeah. we would play against their social group or church mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or their um, girl, girl Scout or Boy Scout troop or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
Um, and, um, we would always uh, work, you know, we see each other all, you know, but nowadays, I don't know if that's the way they do things. You know, I'm sure they go to movies and stuff, but mm-hmm. we used to go all over town. I mean, okay. it was, to us, it was like a regular school, a regular high school. Yes, we had some. We had day students there. Yep. We come and come come about. The bus would pick us up at eight o'clock. We would leave about four, and then mm-hmm. when my mom had Lou Gehrig's disease, mm-hmm. that's when I had to see at the school because Dad Dad didn't think it would you know it would be a little bit harder to work with. To mm-hmm. disabled people on a daily basis, sure. I would go home weekends, but uh, that's you know. So you had the option of uh, mm-hmm. like a boarding school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, basketball was the thing we did over noon hour. I mean, we played, and then we had a regular basketball team called the Riders, uh-huh. and uh, we played against almost any anybody that wanted to take us on at the time. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of interesting to watch the able-bodied people trying to wheel and bounce the ball at the same time. <laughs> bad. It was kind of funny, I, you know, but uh, I believe it was a learning experience. They got to be pretty good at some of the places. They played us every year, and they got to be pretty good. <laughs> pretty tough. And, uh, and of course, we worked at our... Worked at our craft, too, as far as playing. I'm sure. We had, to, we had practice every... Once or twice a week, maybe, and uh, you get ready for the basketball season, so that was fun, but we, we would have recreation, you know, just like a regular school would, you know, yeah. like Viad or whatever you want to call it. Of course, we had physical therapy and yeah. speech and all that stuff for our regular stuff and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and, but yeah. other than that... We didn't think of anything of it, you know, and, and you no, know, so. Well, that that probably has uh, the backdrop for your for your success uh, in there because you you move forward just like just like anybody would. Mm-hmm. And so, in the next podcast, we'll talk some about that and what that uh, early development was once you reach uh, adulthood and some of the directions that you've taken. It's, it's a, you've had a very interesting career when it's come to that. Um, do you want to, at the end of this segment, leave uh, an email, or what would you like to do as far as people being able to contact you? Well, uh, uh, number one, I'd like to uh, um, tell you that this this podcast is uh, sponsored by Roller Ramp. Oh. They're based out of West Fargo. If you would call them... Um, because uh, I have a rap from them, and it works great for me. It makes me more independent. So I think you should give either a call to to Jennifer Miller or or ask for Greg Mall or anybody there, and, and I'll give you uh, a just tell them Brad sent you, and you heard the first uh, podcast of. Uh, uh, Brad and uh, the subject was cerebral palsy. Okay. Um, just uh, I don't know, and they'll take care of you from there. And if you give them a call at 
701-277-9471 or go to rolleramp.com and uh, I think oh, she has her email address there. Uh, Jennifer does and uh, just, just um, they'll take care of you. Okay? So Sounds good. We'll visit next time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. Sponsored by Rolla Ramp, this podcast features Brad Gabrielson sharing how everyone with a disability can live life to the fullest. Rolla Ramp is a global company based in North Dakota dedicated to helping people find solutions to accessibility needs. Special thanks to Kerry Wicks for moderating and to Dopey T for his original music. We hope you'll join us again next time on Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. Thank you.